0: Welcome back to the Homework East podcast. Today we are back covering Heartland, seasons six, episodes one through three. I'm Amy and I'm back. And today I'm here with my lovely co host, Michelle. Hi, everyone. Welcome back, Amy. Thank you. (laughs) Been a couple months. I've been working on school and finishing up my teaching credentials. So I'm officially a teacher. Um. So uh, now that that is all finished, and I can finally start getting back to the podcast, and I'm really excited about it.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. Um, because you obviously, we've definitely <laughs> missed you in terms of like, just history of the show and just like behind the scenes things. That I was like, oh, Amy would know this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really glad I'm back, specifically for these three episodes, because. I don't know if you were, I this was a long time ago, but I'll talk about it more when we get into the episode. There was an episode, oh gosh, it must've been in season one that I said, oh, this reminds me a lot of something that happens in season six <laughs> on an episode. So um, we'll talk about that a little today. <laughs> um, all right, but let's just jump right into it. Episode one of season six, Running Against the Wind. So this episode is all about, well the start back to I re- forgot the end of season five because I haven't been watching I've been very busy but I forgot the end of season five we had the almost proposal <laughs> yeah um so we start out with a new horse though on the on at heartland phoenix rising starting out um jumping over that fence what did you think of that horse michelle
1: a gorgeous horse. Absolutely gorgeous horse. Um, and I really like this this whole plot with, with Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the show is really, really good at exploring sort of the grey areas of, of, you know, having animals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, People definitely. that you know, are, are trying to do the best, but, you know, the outcome isn't, you know, pleasant. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I thought this was really handled really well because it would be easy to just sort of paint this woman as a villain and the show doesn't go there.
0: Yeah, and I think it also has a testament a little bit too to uh, the fact that you need to take care of yourself
1: Mm -hmm.
0: before you can care for others type of thing because she wasn't taking care of herself necessarily and that was impacting her taking care of her animals and that definitely goes for pets as well as people. Um, Mm -hmm. So yeah, but definitely they didn't paint her as a villain. They painted her as someone who needed help needed um needed people um yeah so yeah and then also the the parallels between phoenix and between our new character georgie as well yeah. uh, was really great so we have a new horse phoenix he's jumping over fences everywhere um I don't know if you thought this Michelle but the first time I remember back the first time I watched this episode I thought it was ghost again
1: <laughs> oh
0: yeah yeah I did
1: have to look twice because it does have like a few little markings We mm-hmm. um, I just had ghost it was just like a, a sort of well a spiritual version of ghost last season with
0: yeah Ty again so yeah at first I was like oh not ghost again but I was like oh wait wait different horse. okay we're good um Yeah, so we have the Jumper Phoenix going on, and then we have Amy and Ty's uh, little problem. So Amy found the ring at the end of last episode, and I'm, uh, like, we're under the impression that it has been months. Yeah, three months, I think, she said. So what did you think of that?
1: (laughs) You know, last... Last season, or the last episode, we were discussing it, and I was like, "I'm so over this." And I think it was just residual of like, um, Caleb and Ashley, and I was like, "I don't want to go through this again." But this is very different. Um, they have known each other a long time. They are very young, but we have seen their entire relationship develop up to this point. So it is a different situation. Mm-hmm. I think it was a good way to end the season. I mean, it made sense for. Ty where he was at that point after the the accident they'd been in but I feel like as we pick up they're both in such different places mm-hmm. um it's particularly Thai um and I guess I mean getting engaged doesn't mean that they're getting married the next day so you know an engagement wouldn't be like a massive massive deal but in TV land it does mean that they need to get married fairly quickly after that but yeah yeah it just felt it felt a little dragged out in these episodes but I'm glad it was contained to these three episodes Mm -hmm. um and hopefully we just kind of move forward now but yeah I'm a lot I was worried coming into the season that I was going to hate it but I didn't so yeah Mm -hmm.
0: yeah um I definitely agree and they're like you said they're both in such different places right now um but I think the fact that it hadn't I mean obviously it was for the The season's reasons or whatever but it's been months and Amy hasn't said anything to anybody yeah (laughs) yeah I'm more amazed that like Lou hasn't
1: said anything yeah exactly the worst worst at secrets so yeah yeah um
0: yeah so Lou goes in and just tells Ty she's like Amy's ready just do it (laughs) yeah what did you think of Lou meddling in this uh I'm surprised she's
1: so for it given that They are both so young Mm -hmm. um it feels like you know Lou has you know developed quite a lot these last few years um I feel like season one Lou would not be for that whatsoever
0: oh yeah season one Lou is very different Lou from this yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um because you know you think season one Lou couldn't even cook, and and now we're missing a lasagna so (laughs) (laughs) yeah um very different very different people um Yeah, so with Lou, speaking of Lou, we have Lou and Peter. They're working on the house. So, what do you think about this house?
1: (laughs) So, over in Lou's house, like I feel like this has been grown for seasons. Like Mm -hmm. from the second they got married, you know, we went back and forth on them finding places, you know, living there a very short time and then moving back to Heartland and then, you know, Dubai and it just feels exhausting Mm -hmm. and I really wish they had just followed through with building their own place like to like dig a whole foundation and just go we'll just buy the house down the road and it's like oh my god just find a place to live you know or or, you know extend heartland or you know do whatever but it just felt like such a bad idea Mm -hmm. we knew the condition of that house and it was just going to be such a money pit we knew that and it uh-huh. feels like way too or, or way too smart to so, like I mean I guess Peter was not the most excited but yeah. yeah for them for them just to sort of dig their way out of their money troubles and then buy a house that's a money pit just seems a little insane
0: yeah and at this point like how many different ideas have there been of where these two are going to live <laughs> like that's why this point, point- like it's crazy yeah, I'm like just stay at Heartland at this point. Like yeah, yeah. just stay. There. <laughs> just okay. Um, yeah, so the house is definitely a money pit. <laughs> so, but then we have Georgie. So we have this little girl who appears and is kind of running around Heartland, um, mm-hmm. hiding up in the loft. She's stealing um, lasagna. I think the one scene that really scared me about the whole Georgie running around thing, though, is I didn't realize that there was a door in Katie's nursery until this episode. Yeah, yeah. that feels like that should be, like, boarded up or, like, like, really, like, secured. Yeah, or that should be one of the girls' rooms. Like, Amy or Lou should have moved into that room because there is a door in that room and not a baby's room. Um <laughs> I just imagine, you know, she's in a toddler bed someday or whatever, and she just gets up and walks. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, I would not be able to sleep in that room.
1: There's no chance.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and the the thing is, um, Peter was like, oh, is was the door not secured or something? And she's like, it was. But the thing is, for Georgie to have gone in and out of that door, it would have had to have been unlocked. So is there no lock on that door?
1: Yeah, that's scary.
0: That's like, <laughs> oh, OK, that's really scary. <laughs> Um yeah and then we have you know runaway casserole or lasagnas and um all this other stuff but then the thing i was talking about that kind of paralleled with the season 1 episode where uh Lou was getting engaged or mm-hmm. the man from new york wanted to propose but Mallory stole the ring ah um, and so i was thinking about oh this kind of when we did that episode back in the day i was like oh this kind of reminds me of when Amy and well, I didn't say that because I didn't want to spoil you guys, but when Amy and Ty got engaged because the new little girl in town, there are a lot of parallels between Mallory and Georgie for season. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was like, oh, this remind that reminds me so much of what happened in this episode with Georgie with the ring and everything. Uh, so, what did you think about Georgie and the ring? Uh yeah, I could sort
1: of see it coming, and I was surprised she didn't take the ring sooner. <laughs> like when they first went to get the ring, I was like, "Oh, that's going to be gone." Um, but yeah, it wasn't a surprise, and I did kind of. I was really nervous because I've obviously followed the actress on like social media and things for like a year. Mm-hmm. Um, just when we started covering the show, so I knew that she was going to be like a big character and a character that's still in the show. Um. I was a little nervous, especially because I just did not take to Shane. And I think when you introduce a a kid character, Uh it's so difficult, um, especially watching as an adult. But I thought she was a great little actress. um, And I thought he did a really good job. And I feel like if Mallory, you know, is grown up and not going to be involved as much going forward, I think a show like this really needs a kid. Uh And, I, yeah. you know, and just judging off of these three episodes I think Georgie you know is a huge success you know right off the bat um, and particularly with Jack I think he really needs the actor just really needs to, to bounce off of a kid I think his best character traits show when that happens
0: yeah definitely and I also like that when Jack is around the kids and specifically what's going to happen with Georgie and everything um Mm -hmm. we do get to see that bit because you think about it Jack was such a it was really just Jack and then Amy and Lou's mom raising them we get to see a little bit of what that was probably like with Jack helping raise the girls yeah as well yeah
1: he's such a like natural caregiver
0: Mm -hmm. yeah definitely
1: shows in these episodes Mm mm-hmm
0: and, I mean, Georgie, at this point, she's 11 years old, so we have, you know, the young, in, young new, new uh, kid that we have, um, and Georgie forms a bond with Phoenix, and mm-hmm. uh, this new horse, and Georgie, what did you think of Georgie's attachment and the parallels between Georgie's life and Phoenix's life?
1: I thought it was handled really well. Um... And, you know, I think it's sort of a a great indication of what's to come Mm -hmm. in terms of just her relationship with animals. Um, Like she had a connection right away. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think you can tell a lot about a person with how they they treat animals, how they connect with animals, um, Mm -hmm. how they bond with animals. I think that, you know, I know just personally, you know, when you connect with an animal, you can really tell a lot about a person. And I think that Jack definitely saw that. Um, and he also saw if he keeps the horse, he can keep a handle on that girl a little bit easier.
0: Yeah, they call Clint. Clint's back. Clint's back. Yeah, <laughs> Clint's back. Um, and we find out From that child. George... <laughs> hmm? Sorry. Whenever there's like a problem child, he like, shows up. <laughs> yeah. This, uh, I wonder if Jack has Clint on speed dial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably at this point. <laughs> um, so we find out that Georgie has been in the foster care system since she was three um, and she when she's in the barn at one point she does call her older brother so we know she has an older sibling um and she's been in the foster care system um for majority of her life at this point when clint tries to take her um she she uh she has a death wish yeah yeah <laughs> that, that horse is like huge compared to her Like yeah. huge <laughs> This tiny little girl, this giant horse, and they're just running away. (laughs) Um, yeah, so we we know we have Clint back, and for a little bit at least. Uh, also in this episode, there was no we were missing a couple people. Um, all Mm -hmm. we heard about Caleb was that he was off, I think I said, who knows where, and it is still making Ty pay rent. Um, so where where is Caleb at this point?
1: He'll probably come back and he'll be on tour at some point, making money. <laughs> he'll come back for his job. Um, I'm assuming that he's he's off um, doing his, his um, you know, what do you call it? What what does he call it? Is it different yes. tours that he goes on. Rodeo. Rodeo or whatever one in Bronx or whatever one it is yeah. he's doing.
0: It changes every couple of episodes. Yeah. He tries a different one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, last season, because I didn't film uh record with you guys, Ashley's gone now at this point, correct? Yes. Okay. I was just double checking. He wasn't this wasn't still the honeymoon, but I think that was season five. Um, yeah, he sort of
1: left and tried to get her back and it didn't work, and he came back on his own. Um yeah.
0: So. yeah. All right. So what did you think of this episode? What would you rate it?
1: um I would give it like a solid seven, seven. um I feel like it's just sort of place setting um there's mm-hmm. nothing bad about the episode but yeah I just
0: felt like it was just sort of setting up the season yeah I'm gonna agree with you on that Let's see seven sounds about good it was setting up the season and I do like it was a really good introduction I think to the new character to a new child character um mm-hmm. I think they did a really good movie. yeah let's uh, talk about this a little bit more move on to episode two crossed signals um, so we start out with Ty's surprise that Amy knew he'd been trying to pose for months which I still think is hilarious. it was months before she said anything um, and they, they get in a, a big piss. they have these frustrations Amy takes her frustrations out not only on Ty but on Lou and Jack um, what did you think about Amy in this episode?
1: She was a little frustrated in this episode. Um, I just, I feel like she's, once the cat's out the bag, I feel like they just didn't really have a proper conversation about it. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and it was really hard for me as like a viewer to understand what as she wanted Ty to do. I was like, did she want him to propose? Does she would she say yes? See, like, that's the thing. That,
0: we don't even know if she would have said yes at this point. <laughs> like,
1: Yeah, that's the thing. And it's like, we know at the end of last season, she probably wouldn't have said yes. Mm-hmm. She does say, you know, she doesn't want things to sort of tie her down and, you know, ties. you know, got this big future planned as a vet. Um, mm-hmm. And that's still, you know, in the very beginning. Um yeah it just seems confusing to not know what the main character wants. Yeah.
0: She's very much at kind of she, she doesn't really have a path right now it seems like. Yeah. Um, for Amy. Um, mm. but yeah, she's getting angry at everybody. She snaps at Lou, snaps at Jack, and then ties out of the loft again. He's back in the trailer. Um, because of him and Amy's fight And then we also have Tim. Oh, we didn't talk about Tim and his Buff Burger in the last episode. Tim was trying to franchise a fast food restaurant. (laughs) Of course he is. Uh, Yeah, like I mean, what else would you expect from Tim?
1: (laughs) Like really? Actually, you know, he frustrates me so much. But I actually kind of liked him in these episodes because he was in more of like like a comedic Uh sort of position, and I feel like that's where I liked him the best. Yeah. (laughs) Nothing else. So just. Cries me insane
0: (laughs) so now Tim finds out that Ty was going to propose and he's hurt because you know Peter asked Grandpa Jack Ty asked Grandpa Jack Mm -hmm. and Tim says no he just is like no (laughs) he's so dramatic (laughs) yeah um what do you think of Tim's uh hurt throughout this
1: I mean on one hand you know understand he would want to be asked but And the same, I understand why Ty would not go to him because they don't really have much of a relationship. Mm -hmm. Any scenes that they've sort of had, it's been sort of group scenes. I don't really recall many scenes of them, you know, Mm -hmm. one-on-one. And if they have, they've been very sort of tense and, you know, Tim's not, you know, they haven't really been, you know, mentorship in the way that, you know, his scenes with Jack have been. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I can understand why Ty would just, like, go
0: to Jack. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They have a better relationship. And also, uh, t- Tim can just be scary at times.
1: <laughs> yeah. I feel right. like, you know, t- Tim has a better relationship with Caleb than mm-hmm. he does with Ty.
0: Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. Um, so... Then we have Ty, again, trying to explain to Amy why he didn't propose that night because of what she said. You know, she was not, she she didn't want to be tied down. She said things along those lines. Um, So what did you think of that and Ty's little explanation? Again,
1: I can understand it if it was like, you know, it happened on the weekend and this conversation was happening midweek. But like three months later, it Uh just feels so dragged out and really unbelievable that we just wouldn't have this conversation sooner um and it feels like we get so many different little conversations that could have just been one conversation yeah like you know they're kind of storming off or their the scene just ends and then we pick up later um mm-hmm. I mean I guess that's the, the way tv goes but it just felt really frustrating again because I just didn't know what either of them wanted as an outcome <laughs> I didn't yeah. know if either
0: of them wanted to get engaged. I was like, I Yeah, don't know. exactly. And then there's all this fighting, all this fighting. And then Ty proposes in the loft. And Amy's like, no, it's not special.
1: <laughs> like her expression was so bizarre as well. It was like yeah. she was smiling, but she
0: was like, no. I was like she kind of looked like she was in happy, but like in pain at the same time. Yeah. I was like,
1: this is yeah, that was a weird scene. It was um, such a weird scene. I guess but she didn't want to like come off as like mad, but also mm-hmm. it just yeah, it was weird the way she was just sort of smiling it and all the way through doing that, and then just like wanting something special.
0: Yeah, and then she laughs. She like yeah storms out laughing. I'm like, you just killed this guy's confidence.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's not going to be proposing anytime soon. <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I want to wait. yeah yeah we're waiting like three months at this point
0: yeah so the ty and amy are just both fickle at this point (laughs) um i I mean he did take her to the
1: restaurant he did try to make it special so it's like the effort was already there Mm
0: -hmm. yeah um so aside from the ty and amy drama because that took up a ton of this episode Um, We do have Phoenix's owner, Kendra, who we talked a little bit about earlier. Um, She Mm -hmm. comes back to uh, take over Phoenix or uh, Blue Sky, was that his his name that was from? I think it was just Sky. Sky, yeah. Yeah. Um, So she wants to take Phoenix back and Georgie, when she comes to get Phoenix, sneaks into the horse trailer and goes back with him uh, to Kendra's Kendra's ranch, and we find a a pretty um, awful sight at Kendra's barn. Um, For a kid like Georgie, who, I mean, horses now, she's been around horses probably, what, a week now for her life. Um, And to see something like that, I liked the way that she specifically asked Amy about it. Because you could tell, from Georgie's point of view, she didn't know how... Horses are supposed to be raised or taken care of.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and I mean, it's different from definitely, uh, it's on a grander scale, different from taking care of a dog or a cat, a horse, a lot more space, a lot more things required. Um, so what did you think of all that and how Georgie Georgie approached Amy about that
1: situation? Yeah, I liked it. Um, I really thought that scene was going to end with her not saying anything to Amy. And I like the way it was really well written. Um, because yeah, she just wouldn't know. Um, and you know, I think even as a kid, she had instincts that like this isn't right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that she's sort of investigated it. And also like that, she, even though it was really dangerous, um, mm-hmm. went with the horse. Because it feels like that was some that is something that Amy would do mm-hmm. um like in earlier seasons. I feel like we've seen her and Ty do as reckless things so, so it felt like believable that you know as a kid that she would do that
0: yeah exactly this is totally a Amy thing that they would do um so amy goes over to kendra's confronts her about it um and phoenix escapes once again um so phoenix is back at heartland again um so we learn a little bit about Kendra and her background, her and her husband used to raise horses, um, sell horses. And when he passed, she just kind of uh, really gave up and hooked on to the horses at the same time, um, keeping them all very cooped up. She really wasn't running the business anymore um, in very unsafe and unsanitary conditions for the horses in her barn. Um, mm-hmm and so i think amy you know amy in this episode was frustrating with the whole Thai thing i think in this episode that she did a really good job talking with kendra um mm-hmm. and confronting her about it so what did you think about that
1: yeah yeah i thought that was handed really well and i liked it they sort of dropped in the, the sort of information that they were sort of hot by the recession as well mm-hmm. um and that just adds an extra layer of like Amy's probably interacted with a lot of, you know, ranch owners that have, you know, went through the same thing. Um, And I like that they sort of brought up the fact that she was an animal hoarder, which I don't think is necessarily what was going on here. And I think this was just her animals. Um, I don't think she was necessarily adding to those, but she was keeping them in a sort of hoarding, you know, sort of way yeah um keeping them all sort of cramped and that's you know a very difficult psychological thing that a lot of people suffer from Mm -hmm. um and i like that amy was very understanding and very like just let me help you um approach as opposed to like sort of you know calling the authorities and and doing all of that you know amy was willing to take some courses to really help this woman out and i really liked the way it was handled
0: yeah i agree me too and Kendra agrees to give ownership of Phoenix to Heartland. Um, and this is really happy, makes Georgie extremely happy. So um, now we have Phoenix for Georgie at um, the ranch, which is awesome. Yeah, he's a, he's a big for her, but yeah, she'll grow into him. <laughs> yeah, she'll grow <laughs> into him. <laughs> so uh, while all this is going on, we also have Lou and Peter, Lou and Peter's relationship at this point <laughs> frustrates me so much. Like, That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, um, but in this episode, it we just have a little... frustrates me.
1: Sorry, go ahead. <clears throat> it just frustrates me so much that we're back to where they were, like in season four.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like we're literally back where they were, like having the same problems. It's so annoying.
0: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, so we have with Katie now. They think Katie has fleas, and um, Lou blames the dog, for, blames Lobo for the fleas, but it's actually lice from day like daycare. Um, and it's just funny how how overboard Lou goes with the lice, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we have, uh, of course, uh, Grandpa Grandpa Tim babysitting. <laughs> um, Katie and Georgie um and that was a fun little scene that's them sitting on the couch with the chips and uh Katie in a towel because she couldn't find the diapers
1: <laughs> yeah that was such a fun scene um I feel like it was perfectly sort of balanced loon in, in this episode because I feel like had this been grown like multiple episodes I would have just kind of lost interest but I feel like they used it to the sort of proper sort of comedic effect as opposed to her just sort of... I mean, she was a little unfair to Lobo, um, her dog. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it just feels... She just went completely over the top.
0: <laughs> it's yeah. Like,
1: most, like, parents deal with this. Mm-hmm. It's a very real thing that, you know... Yeah. probably have to do with again if you have more kids but yeah
0: yeah if you send your kid to any type of school there's like a very good chance your kid is going to get a lice at least once <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it just it happens all the time like working in schools I know it happens lice it just happens with kids it happens all the time and it you know it's just something you have to learn how to deal with and get the right shampoo for like really that's it um so yeah it happens all the time <laughs> but uh yeah I just I think it was funny though that she blamed Lobo at first the dog for fleas but the thing is it's like Amy literally sleeps with the dog if that's the true. dog had fleas Amy would be covered in bites <laughs> yeah <and laughs> or her like room true. like and it like would have been Amy and Georgie before Katie <laughs> hmm yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah I just thought that was really funny um yeah, but all in all, what did you think of this episode? What would you give it?
1: Um, I would give it like a 7.5. Yeah, it was pretty good. Or maybe like an 8. I would give it an 8. Because I did really like the, the sort of um, the sort of B-plot um, mm-hmm. with Phoenix and his owner. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give it a 7.5. I really liked the B-plot with this and some of the fun stuff with Tim and Lou. But the, the Amy and the Thai stuff, it brought it down for me. <laughs> It was a little much, um. But all right, let's head on to episode three. So keeping up appearances, Tim is still trying to make his money. Um, because I'm not sure if we talked about this, but Shane, so Tim's son, um, got into an art school, and so he's trying to make some extra money to help pay for the school. Um, so his first. Attempt was the Buff Burger a couple episodes ago. And now he's trying to make money from a weekend cowboy. <laughs> so um, Tim does all sorts of things to make money. He's selling horses. He's he's taking this guy around. He's basically being like what, a real estate agent. <laughs> um, so what did you think of Tim's uh, attempts to make money?
1: Yeah, he's so ridiculous in this episode um and he's so like childish as well like when when Lou actually kind of makes strides with the guy and like actually helps him out like it's to the detriment of of Tim he feels like oh he's so frustrating but um not as frustrating as he's been in the the past um Mm -hmm. so I'll give him a pass for that um but yeah I thought this episode was okay Mm -hmm. um I just didn't love the the sort of B plot of the the oil guy and the mm-hmm. and the white and his wife I wasn't the biggest fan of that.
0: Yeah, so we had this oil guy who wants to be a weekend cowboy and his wife, and um, this really impacts a, a lot of the family. Um, we have Amy's trying to teach the wife how to ride mm-hmm. because the wife said she's from. She's from a rural area and everything, but the husband, I guess, is under the impression that she knows how to ride a horse. Well, this 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 woman does not know how to ride a horse. No. no. Um, like at all. So Tim sells him Dexter for her to ride, but Dexter is an ex-race horse who mm-hmm. is way too much for this woman who can hardly ride copper. <laughs> so... And we know Copper, he's old, he's slow, he doesn't get around very much. So um yeah. <laughs> the the wife
1: and the like, her, like att- our attempts to like lie to Amy, mm-hmm. who like has grown up literally on horses, was insane. And she's like, no. no, it's just this horse, it's just because I don't have the right things, it's just it's like <laughs> it up already there's no way you can fake being an advanced rider on like a former racehorse there's like no way mm-hmm. um but yeah
0: yeah so it, it that that was just funny and then they're trying to find this this ranch for them to have on the weekend um and so tim is carting them all over to get them to look at houses and everything um, and once they finally find a house that they like, then we have Lou, um, swoops in Lou is, um, taking a look at this guy's financials and she kind of stands up to him and says, you're the people who are taking care of your financials right now are not willing to stand up to you, but I just, am going to tell you, this is how it is. And she actually breaks Tim's deal with helping out for the, for the house, finding the house. Um, <laughs> So both Lou and Amy uh, screw up Tim's business deals in this episode for good reason. But um, what do you think of Lou and her uh, financial advice?
1: Yeah. I mean, it feels like, you know, very in character for Lou. Um, when she's in sort of businesswoman mode, she's like full steam ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if she sees like, you know, this isn't a good deal financially, I think she says like, you know, it's a nice house, but there's no land to actually make money off of. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, she's going to say something. And obviously, for Amy, it's it's safety. (laughs) You know, she's not going to, like, let this woman ride a horse when she's not able to. Um, So, you know, they're not really to blame. I think this is more just him trying to find a shortcut, as per usual.
0: Yep. Um, So while all this is going on, we also have Amy and Ty still kind of Awkward. Uh, yeah, awkward, a little bit of a tiff, like, and <laughs> Ty is trying to study for finals, and he is just out of it. <laughs> so, um, mm-hmm. he makes a little bit of a mistake at work, uh, just a small little, <laughs> little bit. <laughs> and um, he, oh tells, God. he tells this poor woman, like, oh, here's your dog's ashes, and she's picking him up <laughs> from, like, what was it supposed to be, like, a simple procedure or something he gets nails clipped yeah I get his nails clipped <laughs>
1: like, like the se- the second scott like gave him the list and then said like ashes i was like oh no oh no <laughs> this
0: isn't gonna be good yeah so he mixes up the ashes with the poor dog who got his nails clipped and um ty is like mortified about this like, he thinks yeah. he's gonna be fired. He goes back to Amy. Amy finds this hilarious, and I'm sorry. It is very funny. It's not funny for yeah. Ty. Not funny for the poor lady who just was terrified. Not at all. But it is very funny what he did. Um, so, and Ty's like, I'm gonna be fired. I'm gonna be fired. Well, he thinks he's been fired, as a veterinary assistant, and um, he walks into work the next day, and and we have a new person. We have introducing Cassandra. So, what did you think of Cassandra? Did you think Ty had actually been fired? Um, I didn't think he'd been fired.
1: I thought they'd maybe brought someone on to take the pressure off of Ty, um, because Amy obviously. I thought it was a little crazy that Amy was like mad at Scott. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, his business has really got nothing to do with Amy yeah um and this is where sort of this show you know everything is so sort of intermingled and you know they're all sort of you know family or feel like family so there's a lot of sort of bloodlines mm-hmm. but yeah I, I would not say that to someone like how dare you fire my like boyfriend that's <laughs> and <laughs> Who, Scott like... is just so confused at this point as
0: well <laughs> he's I mean, like Scott,
1: him what <laughs> Scott's been through all of this in terms of what you know Ty's dealing with so if anybody's going to be understanding, it's going to be Scott. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I didn't think he'd lost his job, but I, I did think that Scott has maybe brought someone on to, like, just help out and take the pressure
0: off. Yeah. So um, Cassandra, looking forward to seeing uh, what Cassandra does in the future. Um, so then we have Ty and Amy still being awkward about the proposal. <laughs> um, yeah. And Ty kind of just tells Amy, like, just let it go. Yeah um so hopefully she will and um we'll move on from this for a little bit from the proposal um what do you think the timeline should be for for the proposal what do you think is what 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 would you like to see in the future of the season like if they get engaged
1: Hmm. Oh, i mean i feel like it's it's something that they should maybe put off until he's finished with like college. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Feels like such a crazy thing to, because it would just be like an extended engagement at that point. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Amy has a job, but, you know, Ty doesn't, he, well, sort of part-time. Um, and he's, he's doing that to finance his, you know, university. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it just seems, I think just because of like, everything we went through with Caleb and Ashley, um, I'm just a little hesitant. Yeah. I wouldn't mind them getting engaged like down the line and then obviously <clears throat> getting married when they're a bit more settled. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean Ty's living in like a trailer that's literally falling apart around them. <laughs> they just seem not in a good place. Um yeah. they do, you know, you do watch this show and you do know that they are sort of like destined to sort of get married and have kids and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um but it just feels like maybe I mean, if I want to talk about people getting married, I think it should be, um, Jack and Lisa next, before, <laughs> they should get married before Amy and Ty, Last night.
0: Yeah, yeah, and I mean, they are, like you said, they're so young, they're both in the middle of kind of their own things, and, mm-hmm. um, I mean, obviously, I know what happens, but, yeah. yeah, them waiting a little bit longer, I'd like, I, I would have liked to see that. Yeah, um, so then we have Lisa is back from France, speaking of Lisa, and she has no idea who <laughs> Georgie is. <laughs> is like trying to get Jack's attention, you know, trying to spend some time with him. And around every turn we have Georgie, something happens at school, all this other stuff. Georgie is um, everywhere taking up all of Jack's time and uh, Lisa's, Lisa's a little bit jealous. So what did you think about that whole um, situation with Lisa
1: and Jack. Yeah, I mean, Lisa was a little difficult in this episode, but understandably so. (laughs) It feels like Jack just withholds random bits bits of information from her. Like, Mm -hmm. this has happened before. Um, But yeah, it feels... It feels a little bit like they were just trying to create tension when there really wasn't much there to begin with. Mm -hmm. Like, if it just holds told Lisa in that first scene who Georgie was then and Mallory who Georgie was um a lot of things would have been solved a lot quicker but I feel like this was just sort of you know bringing Lisa back in and sort of introducing her to, to Georgie um mm-hmm. and I like that it's sort of a little bit you know attention there um because I feel like you know it feels like everybody's just sort of welcome georgia and i feel like having a little bit of tension with one of the characters would be a little bit interesting not in a bad way but just a different type of relationship Mm
0: -hmm. yeah definitely um and uh, yeah i agree with everything you just said so but we have after that also mallory's back and she's back two weeks earlier in this episode um and she is so lost (laughs) it's like everyone just kind of brushes her off and ignores her and it just keeps walking away when she's asking a question or pawns off katie on her um yeah sitting and like mallory genuinely has no clue what's going on with this georgie with georgie she has no clue who she is no one will stop and take the time to like just like five minutes like hey she's a yeah. foster child yeah. who's yeah. staying here like not a simple explanation um and So she's, she's, Mallory's a little bit upset and she goes off on Jack, uh, or not Jack, (laughs) and she um, sees Jake again. Sorry, I was thinking about Jake. (laughs) Um, But Mallory is seeing Jake again and, you know, Jake kind of blows her off a little bit as well. What do you think about the whole Mallory and Jake situation?
1: Yeah, I'm not really sure in terms of like, what I want, for, I want them to be a, a bit more clear on what's going on with them in terms of like, are they together? Or are they just like? Cause it feels like they make a little bit of headway, but then they always sort of revert back to like friends or, you know, their kids. So it's hard to kind of say what you want to happen with a storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, with Mallory sort of bouncing around between her place in Heartland and then going to Nashville, mm-hmm. I, you know, I feel like. To just have some time with those characters instead of having these external people, you know, sort of messing it up. Mm -hmm. It feels like just to create that drama. We're just sort of back again. This is sort of you know a bit of a loop around back where we were. You know, maybe last season or the season before.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So then they uh, they try to throw this surprise dinner for Mallory. And Tim totally ruins it. Like, it's like everyone is in the kitchen arguing when Mallory walks in, pretty much. Um, so they tried, not not really, but they tried to do something special for Mallory. Yeah,
1: if anyone was going to ruin it, it was going to be Tim. So,
0: <laughs> exactly. Um, so that was the episode. What would you rate this one? Um, I would give it like a 7.5. Yeah. Um, I agree, 7.5 as well. I really like this episode. I just like that Mallory's back. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's just
1: so different from the previous season. She looks so
0: grown up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at this point, trying to think how old would she be? Um, 16, 17? Yeah, probably. I mean, she's about to finish high school. So um, yeah, because I know, gosh, Amy's like 20 high is like 22 so yeah she, 16 17 ish um but yeah she does look so grown up in this season <laughs> um coming back mm-hmm. so that is it for these episodes uh, let us know what you thought in the comments down below and what uh you think will happen in the future of the season do you want everyone tell us in the comments do you want to, mm-hmm. I name it to get engaged yes or no soon or not soon um so uh what do you think though michelle of these these three episodes as the opening to the season
1: yeah i'll do i really like them um i thought the second episode was the strongest um and i feel like we have set up a lot for the the season going forward mm-hmm. what a potential yeah
0: yeah, definitely. All right. So, uh, let us know what you think in the comments and we will see you all next week for another episode of Heartland. Thank you so much for listening or watching. Um, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and subscribe or subscribe on iTunes. Uh, you can find us all across all podcasting app- apps at Hallmarkies podcast, um, or Hallmarkies pod on Twitter and Instagram. We have a patron if you'd like to support us over there. All of the links will be in the description below. Michelle, thank you for talking Heartland with me today. Oh, no yeah. problem. I loved it. Yeah, and we will uh, see you all next week. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone.